I mean, these are the things that I think about. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy, Oso. And your girl, Rocky. What's good, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the show. We are back. It feels good to be back. I know we've been away. Thank you for patiently waiting. Yes. And joining us again. So what happened within our break, baby? So we got some big news, you know. Uh, On my end, I took the law, uh, not the law, (laughs) the uh, license, (laughs) marriage and family therapist. Clinical, clinical exam. <laughs> I was thinking about law and ethics for some reason. I don't know why. Definitely. But that's an exam that I took prior to. Yeah. That's also part of it. But anyways, long story short, I passed the exam. Hey. So I am eligible to be a licensed marriage and family therapist in the state of California. Yes. Officially. So the paperwork's already been sent in. Um, it's really a matter of time. Basically, like mm-hmm. they're gonna just make sure everything's straight. I passed the review on my shit. I don't think they even do a review. They just like I really don't yeah. know why. I don't know why it takes. Time, I get know. like yeah, <laughs> pass exam. Okay, license. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, I passed it. So uh, for any of y'all who listened and were family members or whatever, if you just send good vibrations my way, just because you like yes. me and appreciate me, I want to thank you. Uh, I appreciate everybody who did that and sent support or good vibes my way. I believe I believed it helped, and mm-hmm. I passed. So it was a great yes. result, and we're now. On to bigger and better things because this allows me to do a lot more things when it comes to helping uh, couples, relationships, and mm-hmm. stuff that I'm doing with Smart Love. So definitely check out Smart Love. Content is coming heavy very soon. Two T's. Smart Love, two T's. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Um, any other church announcements uh, before we get this show started? Not to my knowledge. Not, not to your knowledge. All right, well, let's get this thing popping in. All right. So we've been heavy and doing relationship episodes um, as of late. So we wanted to take a little break from that. We're not flipping because it's all you. I want to flip anyway. Anyways, uh, we're taking a break from relationships um, to do a growth uh, mind, body and spirit episode. Uh, Just because, yeah, my spirit was like, I'm want to take a break from talking about relationships. I want to talk about like uh, spiritual growth, um, Mm -hmm. mental and emotional growth. So. And right on the cusp of the uh, fall equinox. Yes, which is on Wednesday. Yes. yes. So with that, our topic for today is winter is coming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How to prepare for SAD or SAD. Yes. So that leads us into the first question. Let's flip the coin Again, to see who goes first. Uh, Oso will be leading in this episode, so I don't know why, why he's Why you got to take away from my joy, see? You're making me okay. Sad. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Okay, well, he's answering first anyway. So the first question is the first question is that he will be answering first. Hesitates. You can call it. No, hesitates. Ladies first. (sighs) The first question is. Gentlemen. What is SAD? What is sad? Okay, hesitate. Don't make me sad. Heads and tails. Oh, you ain't shit. 
You said hands first, so cool. Ah, you lost tails. Now I get to go first. <laughs> it's the little things, isn't it? You know? Sometimes you just have fun with the podcast. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Anyways, what was the question? <laughs> see. What is SAD? What is SAD? Okay, SAD. Uh, I did some research on this, guys. Hence, he went to Google. Yeah, that's research. <laughs> that's the best research you can do these days. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be, mm-hmm. It's you know how to look. <laughs> exactly. Stuff, right? You can look for peer-reviewed articles. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyways, besides the point. So, uh, seasonal affective disorder. That is what SAD stands for. So... Uh, it's a it's a thing. It's an actual thing, and it's really described as depression, and the symptoms that come along with depression usually showing up when the seasons change, and a lot of times for people it's during the winter time. Now not all cases, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's seasonal. So whatever season it might be, um, that's when if it's affecting you. That's when it's happening. But for a lot of people, it happens during this winter-ish stage because of a couple of factors. Um, I'm trying to make sure I'm not bumping into any other question while I'm answering this. No, I'm good, right? I think so. Yeah. So, some of those factors are the fact that, you know, the sun's going to go down a lot faster. You know, the days earlier. are earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the uh, days are going to become a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. And the nights are going to become a lot longer. What that does as as just a natural consequence of how we are as human beings, we like the sun. We like being outside. We like being social. And we I like the vitamin D that we get from know, the sun. Especially you know as I mean? melanated folks. <laughs> For sure. But I also want to point out, like, back in the day, you stopped working at night. Right. <laughs> like, we're still, like, if the sun sets at five, we're still working to seven. You know? So it's it's like... So much our so that we push is, back the time, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, and our brain is like, hey, it's nighttime, go to sleep. And we're out still trying to be productive, you know? So, yeah, they didn't do that in the past. When right. it was nighttime, you stopped Took working. Took your ass to sleep. Yeah. Because <laughs> you literally couldn't work. Like, a lot of stuff that we depended on the sun to see yeah. where our activities were back then. We may have had some minimal lighting stuff here or there. Torches. Candles and, yeah, torches yeah. here or there. But, like, you can't illuminate a whole ass Mm -hmm. workplace with just those things so yeah when nighttime came about we were like yo let's shut you down so anyways when it comes to that those factors it kind of creeps up on people like myself because i love going out in the sun if you followed any of my social media or anything else like that i always tell people to take walks i'm always outside either playing the guitar uh whatever dancing doing something Mm -hmm. outside and it's helpful because it does give me that release the sun again the vitamin d that energy is very helpful for my mental health Mm-hmm. When it's colder, especially when it was on the East Coast, yeah. all the people that's listening on the East Coast or to, uh, anywhere where that it snows, really. Brick weather. Yeah, that weather where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> God damn. As soon as you walk outside, somebody <laughs> hits you with that thing. Mm-hmm. For all y'all out there, y'all know what it is. You don't want to go outside that often because of the circumstances of the environment around you. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You like to be inside all cozy, cozied up. You Hence know? cuffing season. <laughs> and that's what I was just about to get into. So for my single folk out there, shout out to y'all. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong being single. Or non-monogamous folks. For sure. For sure. Do your thing. Um, 
for y'all, a lot of times during this period, uh, when the seasons are changing and it's getting a little bit colder, this is the time when a lot of families get together. This is a lot of time when there's a lot of traditions in almost all faiths around this time um, that have some type of celebration or honoring of their uh, cultural or uh, religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. And it's like all those things combine into like a lot of family pressure or, mm. or at least a projected like idea of uh, togetherness. Mm -hmm. So if you're not together in a romantic, more romantic sense, uh, especially in this American society, mm -hmm. a lot of times you feel that pressure more immensely when it comes to this time period, like when it gets That's colder true. and all the That's other true. stuff. So you might feel the pressure from that. So you're, you're kind of like stacking on stuff that causes people to feel down. That fear of missing mm -hmm. out, that fear of mm -hmm. uh, all the other stuff, and the fact that you can't go out and just meet people all mm -hmm. so readily. Some people are like inside, and they're just like, "Man, I'm just trying to be outside, Netflix and chilling. I got Bay right here. Why am I gonna go outside for?" You know what I mean? You don't have that necessary access to someone right then and there. Um, mm -hmm. It's low key, kind of like how quarantine was, where a lot of people figured out, like, you know, "Oh, I'm lonely right now." But usually, it's only a season, literally only yeah. for a season. Yeah. And then when you hop out, you get to do hot girl season, hot boy season, mm -hmm. whatever y'all been calling this whole ass you know year. I mean? <laughs> yeah, but when you went through the whole year, you really felt like, oh my gosh, I want to be with more people. I can't mm -hmm. really be out like that. Now, COVID, you know, that was like a, a bigger, I'm saying it was, like it's over, but right. <laughs> the, the least quarantine experience, the initial mm -hmm. quarantine experience, let's put it that way. You know. <laughs> the initial quarantine experience, that in itself uh, allowed the veil to be like kind of stripped off and a lot of people realize like, God damn, yo, I really need people. <laughs> um, but again, that was an extreme version because you couldn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's not like that in the winter. You can go, you know, you have you to have brave. places to go. Yeah. yeah. That's what I found out about in Chicago. Cause the like, Chicago like completely shut down. And I guess New York doesn't either, you know, but like for me, Chicago is a real experience. New York, yeah. <laughs> New York, when I was younger, I was too young, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I was over there, uh, for real, like the only time I really got to experience it when I was about to leave. Mm -hmm. But Chicago, they had a lot of places where they set up infrastructure so that people could move around, like the heating stuff right mm -hmm. next to the train stations and everything else like that. Oh, that's I used nice. to love being there. I used to be like, yo, it's that's so nice. fucking cold. I used to run over yes. there. Oh, thank God. Thank God for this, <laughs> this heat. But it'd be free, it would be freezing, but mm. you'd have comedy clubs still open and all this other stuff nice. still open. So you could still be social and do stuff, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but you gotta set up that infrastructure. And not everybody's got places like that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Nobody not everybody lives in uh Chicago. Or money like that. Or money like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. All those factors. You know, outside is usually free, so Right. <laughs> Parks and shit. Exactly. Anybody you know? go walk from park in the park. <laughs> yeah. Homeless man walking in the park all the time. You know? Shit. You got a, not not a dime to his name, but hey, he enjoying that walk. Mm -hmm. Shit. So yeah, there's all that. So yeah, all this stuff keeps stacking up and that's what really is creating this atmosphere like for um depression. Also, a lot of times, uh, like I said with the holidays. Uh, there's a pressure to be with family, but also some people don't have the best relationship with their family. That so that can all, also add added stress to your uh, to your life. Mm -hmm. So the stress of being with family members, um, falling back into the identity or the role mm, that you used to play when point. you were younger. Mm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of us have grown the fuck up and we don't necessarily associate ourselves with that younger version mm -hmm. that other people know. Mm -hmm. 
And they but, don't know us now. Right. But mm -hmm. because they don't know us now, they haven't seen the whole mm -hmm. uh, maturation process and all mm -hmm. this other stuff that went on. Like how we went from, you know, being immature about this one situation when it comes to relationships mm -hmm. to now being more secure in ourselves and being like, I don't really need a relationship to define me. But if your family's still putting that on you because they're like, oh, you still haven't found anybody yet? I know you must be mad. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm happy being single right now. Like, I'm not even looking for nothing right now. So that's just an example. But there's a lot of times pressure from family members because they're expecting that version mm -hmm. that you left them with. Yes, yes. <laughs> Versus the version uh, that you, you grown became. Into. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. for yeah. sure. So all that, just like a ball of stuff that just mm -hmm. comes at you and it's like, ah, depression. You know, <laughs> you know, I feel it, I feel it. You know? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. good, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, so on my end, I do want to just acknowledge as a part of my spiritual practice, when I go out in the sun, I actually thank the sun. I thank the sun for its light, for its energy, for its warmth. Because again, when yeah, you are without you appreciate it. And like being in the Bay, when we don't have the sun, we don't have heat. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like the East coast where there's still humidity. You can still have a, a nice summer night. That's warm. Like, nah, when we have no sun, ain't no heat. So I appreciate for its heat. I appreciate for its energy. Cause I do feel more re like re-energized and able to get up and do things. I feel yeah. like I have more energy essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas I don't feel as much when there is like overcast or, or darkness. I feel like, yeah, I want to conserve energy and I want to stay in side and not do much you know damn as you said that 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 really that makes a lot of sense when you said conserve energy mm -hmm. that would seem like a natural like bodily response mm -hmm. like if you're not getting enough from like your natural environment exactly you're like hold up i need to conserve this energy in order to function um throughout my day if i'm going to have enough energy mm -hmm. to do my normal activity exactly that makes a lot of sense you know mm -hmm. so yeah i think a lot of times man and I think we, we're, we're growing. We're growing. We're growing as a society when it comes to taking mental health more seriously. But I, I know a lot of times in the past um, when I was just like younger and I felt this way, mm -hmm. I didn't have the words to convey course, or like, yeah. you know, like to really articulate what was going on for me. Mm -hmm. But there's always this era of, of like, not necessarily shaming, but more so downplaying stuff and being like, Man, whatever. Like you gotta, you gotta grind through. You gotta do what you, you gotta, gotta yeah, do. You gotta do yeah. what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. And I, I get that. Like I get like you know being consistent, trying to do your best, showing up every day, all that other good stuff. Yeah, sure, that's great when it comes to like motivating stuff. But it does very. That's a very poor response to someone looking to more so explore and understand what's going on for them. You know, just saying like, oh, suck it up is just... Yeah, that's not a that's, solution. Right, that's not really <laughs> a solution to the problem. Nor does it actually acknowledge what the problem is. Right, right. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. And so like I found when it came to seasonal... Uh, came to being sad. <laughs> uh, it, Wait, are you about to go into how it's affecting you? Uh, maybe. Is somebody doing like... A, Probably. We have car shows sometimes. That's outside. crazy how they're still doing it. Oh, no. They did it the other night, like at two in the morning. And I was like, the fuck? Go to sleep. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but before you go into that thought, I yeah. just want to finish with mine. So, so, yes, we're both from the East Coast. So we both mm -hmm. have the experience with snow being winter. But now in the Bay, 
it's rain. Like, yes, it gets cold, but maybe 50s, 40s at the minimum. Um, and rare occasion 30s, but it doesn't often get there. It's usually 40s or 50s that, that are the lows. But our concern with the weather is fire season. And oh, we didn't yeah, necessarily shit. know about that coming to California. We knew about the earthquakes. Sure the fuck didn't. But we did not know about what the fuck. Like, last year, the sky turned orange. <laughs> We, we was on Mars, y'all. You know? We was on Mars. <laughs> like the fuck. So I know last year that shit impacted us. And a couple years before that, too, because it's like, there's one thing when you can't go outside because it's cold and shit, but there's another thing when you can't go outside because you cannot breathe. Yeah, Like, oxygen real. is literally limited because ash is in the air. Like, that shit was like, you are stuck in the house. Can't open no windows, nothing. <laughs> no fresh air. Like, like that yeah. shit was really like a... That's the most, like, entrap. I felt yes. like just like because that was on top of quarantine exactly. last year. So it's like we were going we for walks. We couldn't do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> walks used to save our mental health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you took that away and then replaced it with fire and death. <laughs> you know. Oh, and then, and then orange skies and right. shit. I was like, oh, this just this just not good. Yeah. This mm-hmm. just not good right now at all at all. But yeah. So. That being said, <laughs> uh, how has it affected us in the past? Okay, hold on. Oh, wait, wait, almost. Oh, got it. Coin down, coin <laughs> down. You know what? We don't need no coins. We good. We just don't. What? You know what? <laughs> Did I not say this? Is it because he lost the coin? No. I'm just saying. And I'm not looking for it still. No, either. you're not. So move no. your hand. I am moving my hand. You I'm found it? About, I didn't find nothing. What's in your hand? What's, What's in my hand? What's in my hand? See? <laughs> Full of magic <laughs> tricks and shit. <laughs> Sleight of hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all saw that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, question number two. How has it affected, how has sad affected us in the past? Okay, how has it affected me in the past? Okay, um, yeah, so in the past, like I was kind of saying before, uh, I think a lot of people didn't really take it seriously. So the way it personally affected me, I think the time I first realized it was probably around like freshman year of uh, high school. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I realized, like, man, I am not feeling up to, like, the task on, on certain things. And he was still in Jersey at this point. Yeah, so I'm, I'm in New Jersey at this point. It's cold. I'm at a new school, but my brother's been there, so I'm kind of familiar. People know me and shit. I still got a friend group there, so it's not all bad and all shit like that. So it wasn't so much about necessarily the people around me or anything else like that. Um the subjects I was studying, they weren't really hard or difficult or anything like that. I just really did feel like a lack of motivation mm-hmm. to do certain things. Um, and I need to explore things a little bit more that I didn't necessarily feel. It's like an energetic thing that I didn't feel. Uh, a curiosity, uh, energy of curiosity mm-hmm. that I didn't feel mm-hmm. when I was in this winter phase. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't feel... The same. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to articulate it at all. I was just like trying to snap myself out of it. And uh, every time I would bring it up, and I wouldn't really bring it up directly because I wouldn't know how to. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to communicate so, what you don't know. I was just like, man, I'm just fucking like, 
something's off. This, yeah, I need to get this shit. Like, what the fuck? So, you know, I wouldn't really be able to communicate that shit. And I don't think, I don't really think I got to a point of communicating it effectively and knowing what the fuck it was until I got to uh, psych class. Until I got to psych class. Was that in high school or college? No, not in uh, high school at all. <laughs> so all throughout high school, I'm still dealing with this shit and just being like, man, I guess I just don't like winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I might, I started hating winters more and more mm-hmm. after high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once I took that psych class, uh, my professor, Dr. Williams, shout out to Dr. Tamara Williams. She's so dope. I got to go back, back down to Hampton just to visit her. Oh! Shout out to Hanson University you know and our vibes. win over you know Howard vibes. University. Hey. Real HU shit. Real HU shit. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. Cause you lost. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. Cause you lost. Don't be mad. I'ma remix that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know where you know the vibes. Real HU shit. But uh yeah, once I got to Hampton and met mm-hmm. my bomb-ass professor, Dr. Uh, professor Tamara Williams, thank you so much uh, for helping me get to this level, license level. Hey. <laughs> so once I got there, she broke down like what depression really was, how the different forms of depression affect people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she dealt with it herself, but I think she gave some example that stuck with me. That I resonated with, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's what this is! What the fuck? This whole time I've been thinking I'm tripping. It's just the weather." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I think that's really how it affected me, and how I got to some conscious awareness of it. Mm-hmm. What about you? What about now? I'm curious. Now, I think it affects me pretty much in the same way. So I. Don't have as much energy. Mm-hmm. My like curiosity like kind of wanes. So basically, like anything new, I'm not really trying to do. Like, I'm already like kind of stuck mm-hmm. in, in, in mm-hmm. what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable in my situations. Like anything new is more of a challenge mm-hmm. at this time than in the spring or yeah. in the summer. So taking on like some new project or new challenges mm-hmm. is way more difficult than. Uh, in the winter than in other seasons. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's why I like to have my routines mm-hmm. and everything going in. And we're going to talk about that later uh, in terms of how I yeah. combat it and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and ways to mitigate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why I like having those stuff there because then it's like, I don't have to waste energy mm-hmm. like how you were saying earlier, how you mm-hmm. like to conserve your energy because mm-hmm. I was like, yo, that makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. um, you already got shit lined up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so yeah, it affects me in that way. Energy's low and shit like mm-hmm. that. No curiosity at all. <laughs> no new shit. No new friends. <laughs> uh, how else? Um, I think overall, I get down more. Like, And down doesn't really mean like sad. At least not for me. Not for him specifically. <laughs> not for me. He's a pleasant human being. Yeah, I, I don't... Not that I don't get sad, it's just it shows up in different ways mm-hmm. than things. So for me, it looks more like I have like maybe less patience or like I need more time to myself. Yeah. Or I need <laughs> I need, yeah, I need that recharge time with myself. I need to have those conversations with myself to make sure that I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I talk to myself in that healthy way, like checking in with self to mm-hmm. be like, yo, 
We good in there? You Are know? we feeling some type of way about this situation or that situation? What's going What's on? What's going on, y'all? What's happening? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's one of the most healthy things you can do. This is not saying that you're talking to different personalities and all this other shit. You aren't, you're not doing any of that stuff where you're like hearing voices of someone else. This is like no. you literally talking and checking in with yourself and just being calm enough to ask yourself like, how are you feeling right now? You can do that shit, a body scan, a, mm-hmm. a body check with you right, yourself right now. Like, Am I feeling, literally, temperature-wise, am I feeling hot? Am I feeling cold? Am I perfect temperature right now? Right now, pretty much perfect temperature. So I'm like, okay, I'm cool. Physically, I'm feeling pretty good. How I feel? Right now, my, my watch is bothering me a little bit. Oh, it was on my wrist a little bit too tight? Cool, I'm going to fix that later. You know? Just little shit like that is just checking in on my body, but to a bigger degree, because more things are going to start bothering me, more things are going to start, like, uh, taking up my energy. Mm-hmm. Biggest thing is really energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be aware and cognizant of those things so that I can take the steps towards mitigating them, which, again, we'll be talking about later. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's how it really affects me. It mostly is energy, some emotional stuff, but mostly it's about energy and me needing to recharge so I can keep doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, one other thing I'll mention before I wrap up. Uh when I can't accomplish things, I feel like there's a domino effect. Mm-hmm. So it takes me a while to get back on track because, again, mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it takes a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really like having stuff together mm-hmm. around that winter time because mm-hmm. that's when a lot of people do slow stuff down. Mm-hmm. But if you already have that system going, you mm-hmm. know, it's a strength. So I feel immense, like, pressure to keep doing stuff. Mm-hmm. During this time, because I I maybe know that the, my energy is so sparse. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I feel it. So what about you? Um. So off top, I didn't. Yes, I learned about it, but I didn't in grad school. But I didn't actually come to terms with the reality of it until you. Mm. Yeah. So just to start with that, however, when you were talking about in high school, it made me reflect on my experience in high school. Mm-hmm. Now, just to be clear, when I have had experiences with depression, it's been high functioning depression. So mine is hard mm-hmm. to distinguish sometimes. Um, but I remember in high school, uh, this was before I was driving, but having to go out and wait for the bus early in the morning when it was still night, you know, and then that reminded me of like working in retail and going in the building at night and leaving at night and mm. having it be such like I didn't experience any of the daylight, you know, yeah, that's the worst. and have and like I'm not meant to just be in darkness and then in walls, you know, like that. It, yeah, I was like, I need some sunshine, you know, so that that made me reflect on that. Um, but as far as how I'm affected by a seasonal affective disorder, um, you, yeah, you've brought my awareness more to it. And sometimes I will be feeling off and you will ask me, have I gone outside? Have I, you know, experienced the sun, fresh air? Um, and it's valid because as soon as I do it, I feel more energy, you know? You be underestimating, yo. Yeah. This shit is real. It is. I mean, it's like, simple. Literally, it provides energy to our food, <laughs> and that's how we get energy. So if we're going directly to the source, I mean, hey, I'm going directly to the source for my energy, you know. Um, 
so yeah, so I'm I'm bringing more awareness to it, and yeah, I it's just it's not as impactful because again, I have high when I do experience depression, it's high functioning anyway, so it's not as impactful. Um, but I do notice me missing the sun more. Like I really enjoy the sun. Like our house yeah. is amazing because we get sun on all three sides of it. So when the sun isn't there, I miss it because I, I really enjoy the sunlight. Yeah. Um, however, I am learning to enjoy the darkness more in terms of like when you're honoring the winter solstice, you are honoring rest. You are like taking a break. So like, if that means like, okay, well, winter is coming. That means I need to like, yes, I need to delve back. I need to stop pushing myself yeah. as hard. And that's not really realistic in this society in the society that we've created, mm. but being self-employed, we have more of that ability too. to like, yeah, it's time to rest. It's time to take a break. We've been grinding all fucking year. Can I chill out? Can I be with my family? Can I be with my partner? Can I be with my friends? Can I just enjoy life outside of work? You know? Um, mm. Yeah. So that's pretty much me. Can't think of anything else. I miss the sun, but I'm okay. I can make do. Again. Mm. Yeah. But, all right, next question. Yeah. I was, I was thinking about it. I'm... Mm. I don't know if it's true, and this might be something I have to figure out uh, going into this year. Although I don't, <laughs> I have I've already gotten into some mitigating things. Maybe this will be the perfect segue. <laughs> uh, but I was wondering if 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 like the seasonal affective disorder affects my appetite as well. Mm. I could definitely see that. His appetite is like my appetite something. is weird, yeah. dog. I don't know what's up with it, but. Let's get into some mitigating factors. All right. So that, that'll lead into <laughs> How do we plan to mitigate SAD in the future? Yeah. So leading straight into it. I don't know for sure, again, if my appetite is affected by it. But if it is, I know the remedy. <laughs> so what's the remedy? It is weed, baby. <laughs> <laughs> No, but for real, uh, cannabis is a great resource for me. Since moving to California, it's helped me with, uh, definitely with SAD, mm -hmm. but also with just introspection and appetite. Mm -hmm. So introspection, I like smoking and it's like a high experience. It just feels good. Um, it's elevated thought experience. Mm -hmm. So it just goes basically, it's, it's definitely my drug of choice for sure. I think it aligns best with me. And I would say herb of choice. I don't even really like calling it a, a drug. To it's be a plant. It's a plant, man. It's a great plant. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it increases my appetite, uh, which helps with me because I've been known to just have like a really off appetite where my desire to eat doesn't match my 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 actual desire to eat doesn't match my physical desire to eat mm -hmm. you know so like i could think like man i, I want to like i want to eat a big meal right now but then my body will be like no nah, you're full right now i'm like but i don't even 
this wasn't a lot. Like I wanted to eat more than this. Or yeah. you didn't even eat sometimes. Or I didn't. Or I yeah. didn't eat. But then it's like, but I wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. My body was like, no, 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 no. And it's just like my appetite is just not there. It's, it's really a weird thing. I don't know uh, what causes it. Yeah. It's, it's just strange. But yeah, my appetite is really off. But when I have some weed, obviously my appetite increases. What's well, another way to increase your appetite? Working out, mm-hmm. you already know, and I love working out. Mm-hmm. As you can see, I've gotten some results. We gonna keep building out here, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but for real, uh, working out is really good. Uh, no flexing, no flexing involved. Just for real, it's just a good thing that helps with my appetite, like you said. Boss helps with the SAD. Mm-hmm. Helps with that because you're. Boosting that that you working them dop- dopamine serotonin muscles and you, you it's just p- pumping out the chemicals after mm-hmm. you feel that mm-hmm. you feel good you look good mm-hmm. it's like a, a double dose of uh, dopamine because mm-hmm. you're working stuff out and then after you look in the mirror you're like damn another <laughs> boost of dopamine it's just like it just boosts stuff mm-hmm. so that helps as well um, what other things do I do routines like I was alluding to earlier man. I think that's the key because right now I'm about to head into the stage where I'm about to really plan out stuff and execute really heavily. And it relates a lot to what you were saying. Like back in the day, we used to harvest around this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, yo, get all the shit because <laughs> we ain't going to have enough energy during the winter. Basically, that's kind of what I want to do right now where it's like you've set up the routines mm-hmm. Now you're about to collect all the stuff mm-hmm. so that you're good for the winter, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I like, is having a system in place mm-hmm. where you can have all the resources collected, everything's good, organized. So that way, when you go into these winter days when you're feeling off and sluggish and you're like, I don't feel like creating this or I don't feel like doing that, you already have uh, things set up. So that you can even snap yourself out of that really quickly or temporarily. Give yourself enough energy to get through that. Or you set up a system where that's already taken care of and you don't need to do it. You can rest more. Mm-hmm. you know, And that's what I prefer is the more rest. And just being able to be like, yo, man, I'm just not feeling it. But guess what? I got some content here already ready to go. Or I only got this amount of clients. Or you know what? I'm about to take a break from clients for a little bit or whatever else it is. Just having systems set up so that we're good going into those uh, those seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, winter. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I think I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. So I would say for you, take oh, more rest. space yes. from me. <laughs> I was gonna say yes. <laughs> go ahead. You know what? Take it over. Go on. Go on. You got it. Um, because <laughs> Oso is an internal processor, and because introspection and reflection is helpful to mitigate his SAD, um, he has to take more time to himself. Now he already requires a lot of time to himself. So during That's the what winter. She says. Nah, y'all. I don't, th- I, don't, I don't really feel like it, but I mean, uh, that's her perception. Get you another woman, and then we can corroborate our stories. All right. I don't know. But, but, yes. So, even though he already needs it, that shit bumps up in the winter. 
So it's like, yeah, I just, I can't mess with him. Like, it's only when he comes to me. Because he has to, and I respect it. It took me a while to not take it personally and to understand that this is what he needs and to respect his boundaries around that. Um, but, uh, yeah, he definitely needs his space. Yes. So <laughs> that is that. Is that. Um, I will not deny. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Uh, so yeah, that's how I help him in that. I also check in with him, making sure he's eating, um, as well as taking rest and taking breaks mm. as well. Um, but I did want to talk about some treatments, um, just for other people trying to mitigate SAD. Um, so they said therapy, specifically cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. Um, but I'd say just having someone that you can talk to through this and be able to explore your feelings and making sure that you are taking care of yourself and things like that. Um, they also say chronotherapy, which is going to bed at a later time each night all the way around the clock until the sleep schedule is reset to normal, which is very interesting. And we will talk more about that when we talk about uh, daylight savings time. Mm -hmm. Um uh, light therapy, exposure to bright light using a device called a light box mimics natural sunlight. So I know some people mm -hmm. use that as well. Um, yeah, if the sun's not out, I need light another way, you know? Um, yeah, uh, they have, um, yeah, specific lamps like that that yes. you can buy. Mm -hmm. That's true. To, to provide you with that light. So, yeah, well, you set it to when the sun would rise and you just have that in your uh, room until... Mm -hmm. The sun is actually out. Yeah. If it gets out. <laughs> um, they also talk about medications, uh, SSRIs or antidepressants. Mm -hmm. um, just because if you're experiencing depression, medication is one way to uh, mitigate that. But um, they also say self-care, uh, physical exercise, 20 to 30 minutes, five days a week. Um, yes, sir. You ain't no. And then also just making sure that, and that's a part of the routine. I think that would be my thing that I do is I make sure like I'm like self-care is a priority regardless, but in the winter it's even more of a priority to make sure that I'm taking care of myself in multiple ways, because I know that just seasonally I'm environmentally affected, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, boundaries with family and shit. <laughs> it, it, yeah. We going to, to the, you know, the holiday celebrations and shit. Hey, you know, I'm coming in here. Please don't ask me this. If you ask me this, I'm not answering this. <laughs> you know, like, make sure your boundaries are good. You know, y yes, you can set and enforce them. That is okay. And if you don't, if you want to throw your chosen family celebration because you don't want to go to that biofam celebration, that's okay, too. Um, do, again, Absolutely. pour into yourself. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Um, okay, so I want to talk about this chronotherapy. Um... Which is very interesting. So resetting. So we have our circadian circadian, circadian rhythm rhythms, mm -hmm. um, which is our internal clock, right? Now his clock is very much attuned to the natural clock of like sun and shit. As it it's, should be. It's very fascinating. Like he will be nowhere near any kind of clock and be like, oh, it's this time. And then I'm like, the fuck? How'd you know? Like I got noon. <laughs> and then because of where we live, and I've said this on my YouTube channel, Life is Rocky, in one of my reflections, um, I've never been so attuned to the placement of the sun in my life. 
Yeah. But because we live on a corner, we see where the sun is at each time of day as well as each season. So it's very interesting being in tune to the, where the sun is in the sky to know what time it is. So I am learning that, but you just on another, on another level, you got the exact time. And I'm like, I don't got that. I mean, not always. You, know? you be on point majority of the time. <laughs> so, so yes, our internal clocks are legit. And I was actually reading this one book. I think it's called age of miracles. And, uh, it was about like the sun stopped doing 24 hour cycles and was extended to like a 48 hour cycle. So it would be, the sun would be out for 24 hours straight and then it would be dark for 24 hours straight oh, um, or something like that. And and then people were like, well, do we go by the sun or do we go by the clocks we were going by beforehand? You know, and then it was a discrepancy there. So like, it's, it's very fascinating when that you're looking so at time in reference to the sun. And then again, going into daylight savings time, but to reset your clock, like, yeah, it's, if darkness is meant to be sleep, then yeah. And this is an argument for changing politically what happens with the control of our time. Because, um, like, yeah, we're still working and it's night and our bodies are telling us, hey, stop working. <laughs> right? It doesn't make any sense. All right, and then we're, we're waking up and going to work when it's still night. And our bodies are telling us, hey, still sleep. What are you doing? <laughs> so... Yes, we need to change the routine of life, the systems in which we live in to making sure that we're taking care of ourselves. But that would only happen if our country was prioritizing our well-being. You know, that shit. But let's get into daylight savings time, shall we? You want to talk about it? <laughs> Look, I'm so tired of this stupid idea of pushing the clock forward and backwards. It doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't. Let's go back to how things were. <laughs> Let's just have things be regular. And some countries don't have daylight savings. Yeah, times. and they're happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what the original reason for it was something to do with agriculture. I don't even remember anymore. I, I know we did the research on it before, but yeah. I'm so mad about it right now that I can't even think. I'm just like, you're disrupting everybody's sleeping patterns and work patterns and everything. For some old, outdated, antiquated BS that we don't need to use no more. It's a very old system. It just doesn't make any sense. I, I'm frustrated at our inability to make changes just because of the idea of tradition or habit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yo, if some shit don't make sense now in this present moment, just because it made sense in the past doesn't make it a good idea. Tradition, just for tradition's sake, I don't think is great, especially if it's causing harm. Now, if we're doing a reevaluation on things and daylight savings is doing great and it's making things wonderful, then okay, cool. But we know that's not the case. <laughs> we know it's fucking up people's sleeping patterns. We know it doesn't make any sense. And it's confusing as fuck. Mm -hmm. So why do it? That's all. That's all I got to say on it. Uh, there's, it's, it was a lot more detailed than I could read as far as the rationale behind daylight savings time. Um, there's Google no it. rationale. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, cause you know, again, it's the, uh, agricultural society versus industrialized society and, and that difference and stuff like that. But again, the sun is our natural clock. So let's go by that. You know, let's follow the sun. 
Seems to be working so far. <laughs> and then also 40 hour work weeks aren't effective to our well-being either. So let's just change how we run the society, shall we? Okay. Well, that's the thing. So <laughs> we run a society off productivity and capitalism. Capitalism. <laughs> so if that's the driving force, whatever structures are in place are going to mm-hmm. be geared towards that. So uh, maybe this was geared towards that in the past. And it's not working presently, but because it's an old institution of capitalism, it's going to take a while to change or die. So. Mm-hmm. Well, therefore, and and I think um, schools are starting to do it with, I think, the time the kids are starting. I know it was a discrepancy when I was in high school because it's like one of my first classes was AP Calc. And we were like, why are we starting school with harder Ooh. subjects and the younger kids are starting school later with easier? It's like <laughs> my brain is not fully functioning this early in the morning, you know? So, so yeah, I think like we were having that conversation back then, mind you, that's over a decade ago now. Um, so yeah, like it's, it's, it's been an issue. And as far as just being self-employed and having more control of our schedules, like, we were take shit in practicum. I had to be at work at nine. That was way too fucking early for me. Uh, college, we learned very well not to do eight a.m. classes. The fuck, and then and then um, we got to a point where we were like, yeah, we're starting our client caseload at eleven o'clock because that gives us time to wake up and to enjoy our morning and take care of ourselves. One o'clock. I mean, you got other stuff you doing in the morning. That's true. but um. <laughs> But yeah, to, to be able to take care of ourselves and just, you know, we don't have to rush right. taking care of ourselves to get to work, you know, and then having a cap on how late we're seeing clients again, catering to the shift in time or the shift in daylight. Um, but also like even, um, in college, I knew not to take a class past three because that's when like I wanted to go enjoy the rest of my night. I didn't want to have to keep working. So yeah, when you have more control over your schedule, you can mitigate, you know, how the sunlight and, and the daylight and nighttime is changing. So that way you are taking care of yourself and being able to still function within the productivity. Um hmm. So there's a reason for flexible hours <laughs> and 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 four day work weeks and and stuff like that. Yeah. So for sure, is if you're prioritizing well being, all this shit gotta change because none of it is helpful for our well being at all. It was not meant to be. And the ironic thing is when people's well being is t- when their well being is taken care of, everything's good. They're often more productive. Yes. And that's the problem. Studies people, are showing this. Most people don't see that. It's just they look at it as like, oh, if you're not working, 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 they, it's kind of literally what we're talking about. It's that yin of yang. Mm-hmm. It's the respect mm-hmm. for the need for rest. Yes. The respect to need to have structures in place in mm-hmm. order for you to rest while mm-hmm. still being able to do stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the harvest. Yeah. It's literally like, yo, planting the seeds, mm-hmm. doing all the, you know, Make sure the soil is good. Mm-hmm. Shit grows. Mm-hmm. You pick that shit. You harvest that mm-hmm. shit. Everything's good for the winter. You rest. You're with your family. Mm-hmm. You're with your friends yes. and tradition mm-hmm. and loving them. And, all and then you can come stuff. back in the spring and be on it. And then you be on it. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, I think we've gotten into this just endless cycle of work, 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 mm-hmm. work, 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 work. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. we don't ever do nothing else. 
Yeah. Other countries are starting to prioritize well-being, starting to prioritize a lot of things, children, everything. So, and they're seeing... Look at that. The next generation. Right? You know, they're seeing positive results. They are seeing positive results when you do that. So, U.S. needs to get it together. The West needs to get it together. Yeah. Now, some of the West is already getting it together. The U.S. needs to get it together. Everybody's got something. <sighs> yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but, oh, last question. Mm. Either you are a winter person or you're a summer person. Summer! I'm going to say summer just to pick the either or, but I'm going to elaborate. Go ahead. Why are you a summer person? Fuck the winter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Well, I mean, if you've been listening thus far, <laughs> you already know that um, the summer is a time for me to recharge. I'm literally a spring baby. I was born on the, yes. on the cusp of the spring, like right there. Aries, March 22nd, you know what I mean? Like right there. That's mm-hmm. when it happens. So I'm like popping out. I'm trying to like do mm-hmm. shit. And then when the summer's here, it just feeds me. I got that energy. And y'all, literally, when I when he has his shirt off in the sun and I touch him, like he's you know I mean? like just the vibrations. Yeah. It's that melanin. He's soaking up that sun. It's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Well, thank you, my love. Uh, yes, I love it. But, um, but yes. But yes, yeah. So the summer is <laughs> where it's at, and then the winter is just, you know, not. That's when that SAD come in, and I'm not really feeling it. Although I do appreciate that it rains here, because I can appreciate the rain more than I can appreciate, like, snow. I understand there's need for everything, but rain, I'm like, yes, nourish the land. Give us the water, you know? It's a little bit better. You know, I hate the thing I don't like about when it rains here is there's so much trash and then it just gets soggy mm-hmm. and then that's like all over the place. Yeah, they don't have a good. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, that but like when you're like in a park environment or something else like that, it's beautiful because it gets green. Yeah. Like it's a vibrant, luscious green because it's, it's raining. I love it. I feel like nature is like, yes. Rebirth, and I'm like, yes, it's nice. Mm -hmm. So that's my only complaint about that here. But yeah, what about you? Why you say summer? What do you What do you have to elaborate on? So both sides of the fence. I I technically would say I love spring and fall. Um, Summer. Uh, Okay, so you're like, okay, yeah, summer is cool. Sometimes it gets a little too hot, but here summer is pretty good. We. 70s maybe 80s unless we have a heat wave so i'm pretty good with summer here but normally i would say spring and fall just because spring i like the the rebirth i like the resurgence and you're seeing the blooms and all that stuff i like that and then fall i really like that transition um Mm. where it's especially because we have indian summers here so it's still warm in the fall especially when we don't have a bad fire season yeah we're experiencing it now not the fires but the good yes yes so i'm enjoying that and then i love the transition of the leaves and yes going into that harvest type season i really enjoy that the colors like yeah yeah i get that fall is like slept on like it's really i really enjoy it um that's true but I will say being here, it's made me enjoy all of the seasons more. Because like I said, I'm really enjoying winter more, as in the rain, as in the, the greenery. 
Um, spring, again, I like. Uh, summer, I love being able to do more activities and there's more vibrant and bold colors. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying nature. You know, I'm understanding and appreciating, appreciating the benefit of change in nature and how the seasons are beneficial regardless. So the snow I could fuck with when I was young, but yeah. that ended Yo. as soon as I started shoveling and driving. So literally like I was talking about, as soon as I got to high school, winter's done. Like I was, I stopped enjoying them. Mm-hmm. Now I will say if like we're in the mountains in a cabin in the woods and there's like a fire. That's and, a cabin. You know, that's a little. And different. we and we look out and see, oh, the snow so pretty. Yeah, you know, snow so pretty. Champagne. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like when I'm not in it, I don't gotta be in Sativa, it. Sativa, blue dream. Yeah. Sound like paradise to me. That's what I'm saying. If I don't gotta be in the snow, then I can appreciate it more. For sure. But when you gotta be in it, shoveling and or walking, or traveling driving. through, yeah, that's driving it. when the roads get slick and shit, like this shit is scary. I've swerved before. Just for the birds, yeah. Oh, wow, that so yeah. that's why we in California. <laughs> no trade offs. Got the earthquakes and fires. Y'all got the snow and hurricanes. Yep. I'll take my random ass earthquakes and uh, fires being hit or miss. Yeah, because they don't actually. It's just the smoke in the air. We don't actually have fires here. Right. Yeah. Fortunately. Where we live, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, so um, that's all I have for today's show. That is it, y'all. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the It's So Real podcast. Yes, with your girl Rocky. And your boy Oso. You have a beautiful day. Take care of you. All right, y'all. We will catch you on the next one. Until next one time, peace. And love. Always. You know we out. <laughs> <laughs>